Welcome to the Crow's Nest with me, Michael Harris. Join me as we take a bird's eye view at the many societal problems plaguing society. In today's episode, I try to take a look about why society today is overly sensitive. I go around asking fellow Samaritans as well as recalling a story about why I feel though society today is overly sensitive. The first interview I'm going to do is with one of my good friends, John Palacelli, who has graduated two years ago and has had a bit of experience out in actual society away from the school. I'm here with my good friend, John Palacelli. Uh, John, I got a couple questions for you. Well, howdy, guys. Ask away. All right, so my first question is, have you ever seen people being oversensitive at tiny subjects? Uh, yes, I have, actually. Can you describe it in one time for us? Uh, yes, I can. Um, this one time, I was at a martial arts tournament, and it was nearing the end, and the judges were giving out participation medals to everyone who had not won an event. Well, I saw a lot of children, once they received their medals, screaming and crying because they did not win an event. All right, all right. Um, that perfectly ties into my second question, John. Um, do you agree with this idea that no one loses? Absolutely not. If you never lose, you really never have the chance to better yourself and learn from your mistakes. See, I agree with that. I, I believe that losing provides character and, like, structure to your life. Indeed. Uh, my last question for you, John. Thank you for your time. Um, why do you think people have become more sensitive? I believe that because basically everyone with these whole new improvements to society, like smartphones, uh, tablets, etc., I feel like people have become a lot more entitled. And what do you mean by entitled? They think they deserve more in life than they actually do, and they don't have to work to earn it. See, I agree with you. I believe that people have lost the worth ethic because society is giving them much more than they actually worked for. Um, once again, John, I would like to thank you for your time. And back to you. I'm going to... My next interview will be with one of my fellow classmates, Robert Floyd, a good friend of mine and who plays sports. I'm here with my good friend, Robert Floyd. Rob, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? All right. I'm good. I'm good. So, Robert, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, all right? Um, my first question for you today, have you seen people being oversensitive at tiny subjects? Oh, yeah. All the time. I mean, when you think about it, people in class, like a lot of classes are just complain about the amount of work and everything that they have going on in their lives, which, yeah, sometimes it can be a lot, and sometimes you do have the right to complain. But especially when the teacher gives you time in class and all you do is talk, I mean, you shouldn't be really that surprised or that, like, sensitive about that topic. So you believe their actions being over-sensitive are unjust? Uh, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, my second question here, um, I believe you play sports, right? Uh, yes, sir. All right. Um, do you agree with this idea that no one loses? Well, I mean, no, I do not, because it demeans the whole purpose of winning by giving someone a participation trophy. It, like, the trophy that you get from winning, it, it's, it should be something that we you earn not something that you get for trying i mean if you try and you had fun there's no point in losing or winning anyways so why does that even matter 
I agree with you. I, I believe that it, it is like a false sense of security. I believe that in losing, people do build character. Uh, thanks again, Rob. I'd like to thank you for your time. Uh, one last question before you go. Um, why do you believe people have become more sensitive? Well, it, it goes back to uh, how we, pe- we treat people in the society. We've been kind of just sheltering them, babying them, and that's what things have gotten to. I mean, my, like, a personal experience of mine, like, I'm fine with whatever people throw at me because my brother used to, like, push me around and everything. That's what kind of made me into the person I am today. And, you know, I feel like that's just a big component. We just don't, I mean, we just don't have anything to show the harsh realities of the world that's out there. So when people experience these realities, it's a big, like, smack in the face. Well, thank you, Robert. Thank you for your time. Of course. Now go do whatever you want. Right. My final interview will be with one of my good friends who we love to talk about politics with, Jack Fulbert. I'm here with political genius and my friend Jack Fulbert. Jack, how are we today? Hey, how's it going? All right, all right. Jack, I got a couple of questions for you, buddy. Is that all right? All right, sounds good to me. All right, my first question. Um, have you ever seen anyone being oversensitive at tiny subjects? Yes, actually, I have. Uh, can you recall a time for us? Well, it happens um, pretty often on the internet. I can see uh, jokes being taken uh, far, far too seriously. Mm, I see those two all the time, all the time. Uh, my second question, um, do you believe with this idea that no one loses? Um, I am going to have to disagree. I think there are, um, there are situations in which losers are, uh, are a possibility, yes. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, why do you disagree? Um, it just basically it just doesn't work out. I mean, if there's, if there's going to be a winner, then not everybody can be the winner. It's just somebody has to succeed, somebody has to lose. That's just, it's just a fact of how, um, of how competitions are, if, yeah, if you're talking about that. So you believe hard work does pay off? Hard work definitely pays off. All right, and one last question. Thanks for your time, Jack. Um, why do you believe society has become more sensitive? I think it's definitely a result of the uh, the shifting culture. I think it's um, uh, people kind of foster this attitude that um, that everybody should kind of be cradled and there should be no kind of um, harm. But that's just not how things work. And I think um, people are just being overly sensitive because that's just being supported now. All right, good response. Thank you for your time, Jack. All right, no problem, Miguel. And I'll see you tomorrow. I remember a huge notable time that I experienced this new sort of oversensitive society. It was on my eighth grade trip to DC and we were stopping for lunch. And I sat with a bunch of my buddies and I noticed one of these kids was just walking around looking for a table. So I offered him a spot. And then some politics news came on about Donald Trump and his immigration policy. And I started talking about it. And this kid had a conflicting view with me. So, you know, we started fighting. And he called me names, he said what he wanted to, and I said facts, and I said what I wanted to. And then he got up and accused me of being a racist, and I I knew I wasn't racist, so I told him. And then uh, he went to a teacher, teacher pulled me over right before he got on a bus. 
He said, listen, if you say any of those mean things that you told this kid, you're going to be right off the D.C. trip and on a flight home. I didn't really like that. So using my First Amendment right, I tried to, I don't know if it's covered by the First Amendment, but I tried to talk to this teacher. I said, now, can I give my side of the story to this? Because I know there's two sides to a story. Teacher wouldn't hear it. That made me really upset, but not oversensitive. Because what I did with it, I could have sat there and cried about it. But instead, I, I talked to my friends about it. It calmed me down. And that kid, let me tell you, that kid stayed away from me the rest of that trip. Because every time he looked at me, I gave him this mean glare. Mean, mean glare. And this kid was so sensitive that he stayed about 30 yards away from me whenever he could. That's when I realized that society today is very, very sensitive. Because it wasn't a big topic about the politics we were talking about. It was just a convicting, conflicting view about it. And this kid got really sensitive about me having a different view and me liking something he didn't. So it made me the bad guy, which I still don't understand to this day because I see it all the time in the news of all these Republicans getting attacked by Democrats and vice versa. And I just sit there and wonder to myself, when did things go this way? When did society become more sensitive-based instead of factual-based? And I wonder to myself, you know, was it always like this? Is it just because of today's society? Is it because... All these changing times bring on bad changes, and I'll never know. And I can't wait to see what my kids' society is like when they grow up and I get older, and I see how things, if they change or not. And I worry. I worry that, you know, America's getting softer and softer. And I worry that too many bad things are going to happen. And I hope to God that somehow, some way, some generation can change this softness and bring back America and American society to its strong, factual-based, emotionless state where everyone can take and deal criticism and have a strong central government that everyone agrees on. But it doesn't look like that'll happen, so I'll just have to sit and wait. My fellow Samaritans, I know we all live together and have different views. We all have grown up with different childhoods and experienced different things. One thing we can all acknowledge is how soft society has turned. Surely those who have experienced more can agree with me. And to all you young listeners, take some time to talk to your elders and your family and see how your life differs from theirs when they were your age. My final thought to you all, it's okay to have different thoughts or opinions. Just make sure to respect one another. Thanks again for tuning in to The Crow's Nest with me, Michael Harris. I'll see you next time.